0: Welcome back to another episode of the Fed and Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Joy Garcia, and today we're back. I'm interviewing the lovely Heather England. Heather is the blogger behind fitmamarealfood.com. She is a wife, mom to four little kids, a group fitness instructor, and is passionate about real food. Today, I've invited her onto the show to talk about how to bring kids into the kitchen. Welcome to the show, Heather. Heather. Thank you so much for having me, Cassie. It's just so exciting to be here with you. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Heather interviewed me on her podcast and Mm -hmm. she was like, how about we chat some more and (laughs) share about this topic I'm really passionate about. So Mm -hmm. I would love, tell us a little bit more about yourself, how you got into this scene. I know people are always very curious about how do you become a food blogger and a podcaster and all this sort. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then what specifically has inspired you to you have four littles, so I'm, I'm sure that has everything to do with it, um, but what has really inspired this topic of bringing kids into the kitchen to be a passion project of yours? Yeah, well,
1: yes, I, um, I'm a mom to four. I'll start with a little bit about me. I've been married to my husband for, gosh, we just had our 10-year anniversary. We have four kids ages six, four, two, and four months old, and they are so much fun and so high energy. <laughs> And I really got into blogging shortly after my husband and I got married. So it's almost been 10 years that I started my blog. And initially, it started as just a place for me to share as I was learning kind of how to be healthy. My husband and I often joke about 10 years ago, we would go to Costco and we would would buy this garlic chicken, frozen meal. And that's like the only thing we can remember eating from 10 years ago, although we ate more. And it's amazing to see the journey of how far we've come. So my blog started as just a place for me to share my path to becoming um, a healthier version of myself in both nutrition and movement. And then it's kind of blossomed into sharing about motherhood and more of my journey as a group fitness instructor and Um, cooking with my kids. And I I love bringing them into the kitchen with me. One, because I think it's, it's so important to show them where our food comes from and also so that they can start to be comfortable in the kitchen. And it's just one of my favorite places to bond with them. They get excited. So I've been sharing about that more recently on my blog as well. And I have some more more things coming in the near future for that as well.
0: Oh, that's exciting. What a tease. Um, <laughs> so I would love it if you could chat a little bit about, let's say that if there's a mama listening or a, or a papa listening out there, who is thinking yes i like this idea but how do you actually make it happen because when you think about dinner time maybe maybe it's a scramble maybe you're getting home mm-hmm. from work and you're thinking are you kidding me i just need to get dinner on the table before there are any meltdowns what are some first steps for involving your kids in the kitchen right from the get go. Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe we haven't really had a whole lot of time to jump in and strategize on our own. So what would you say are some good first timer tips?
1: Yeah. Well, I would say don't start with dinner (laughs) (laughs) because you know, that, that hour before dinner, is mm-hmm. I always find the hardest with my kids because it's they're getting hungry. It's the end of the day, and that's the last time that I want to involve them. If it's a new thing, like now, some of my kids can actually be productive and help me in the kitchen, which is which is great. But in the beginning. Have it be just a fun activity that you do together, not at a meal time. So maybe it's the weekend. Maybe you work full time, and you know you're rushing out in the morning, you're rushing back home in the evening, and just during the week it doesn't seem like something that you could do. Find a time on the weekend, maybe once a weekend, and have that be like a 10 a.m. We're gonna do some work in the kitchen, and it can be as easy as let's measure some ingredients out. And this totally depends on the ages of your kids. And we can get into different things for different ages. Um, mm-hmm. But pick something that is super simple, just so that they're comfortable in the kitchen and talk to them about what you're doing and what they're doing. I think conversation and showing so that they can mimic. It's one of the best places to start with that. And that you can do even when they're super little, like my four month old, I'll have her on the Bobby lounger in the kitchen and I mean, she's obviously not helping me, but I love talking to them so that they're hearing the words and just being more comfortable in the kitchen from the get-go. So even if you don't have kids yet, that's something that you can think about maybe in the future, starting with them in the kitchen like that.
0: Today's show is made possible because of our friends at Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online marketplace on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everybody, where you can shop for thousands of the best-selling organic foods and natural products at 20 to 50% below traditional retail prices. So let me tell you what I'm getting from Thrive Market. There are three things that come to mind immediately. Number one, Primal Kitchen Foods mayo. It is the mayo that I will always have on hand. It is my absolute favorite. It's the mayo that made me like mayo, (laughs) because I didn't like it before. Normally, this avocado oil-based mayo is... $11.99 11.99 retail and you can find it on thrive for seven dollars and 49 cents incredible this is also the mayo that i use to make a much healthier alternative for ranch dressing add some lemon juice and some dill mm, it's so good number two thing that i'm getting from them bamboo diapers These are the disposable diapers that we use on Grayson. When we use disposable, we are using cloth on her, but when we travel, when we go out, I would like to have some disposable on hand. Normally, $13.50 retail, and you can find them on Thrive for $11.49, incredible. Number three product that I get on Thrive, I get asked about this product all the time. Where do I find coconut aminos? Well, I'll do you one better. I'm not just gonna tell you that you can find coconut aminos on Thrive Market, but you can actually find them for almost half off. Normally, they're priced at $9.73, depending on where you're shopping, and you can find them on Thrive for $4.99. It's unbelievable. These are the coconut aminos that we use as a soy replacement, and if you are looking for a recipe, Google Fed and Fit Mongolian beef, and you will find the most killer Mongolian beef sauce made from coconut aminos. You need one jar of it. It's so delicious, you're not going to regret it. You can try these products for yourself today and get an extra 25% off your purchase and a free 30-day trial from Thrive Market. Just go to thrivemarket.com forward slash cassie. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com forward slash C-A-S-S-Y. I love that. Grayson is downstairs right now. So we have been Mm -hmm. crashing on this book, right? Mm -hmm. Heather and I chatted about it a little bit last time when I was on her show. Mm -hmm. And um, we've been spending, my goodness, long days in the kitchen. Thank goodness it's summer because we have so much sunlight to take photographs Mm -hmm. with. But uh, we've been spending between four and five days a week between six and eight hours in the kitchen cooking, um, whether we're testing recipes or finalizing them and photographing them. And Grayson, my daughter, who's now six months old, mm-hmm. when we started this, she was about three months. Now she's about a little over six months. And she just, before she was big enough to sit up on her own, she just wanted, I we brought in a babysitter to kind of just hold Grayson while we worked. <laughs> And she just wanted to be held so she could watch us in the kitchen. She just <laughs> loves it. And so fun. It's so fun. And we got to a stopping point in our bookwork. And we were like, okay, let's stop and go and write, right? We needed to to phase that out. And poor Gray for about three days had a hard time adjusting because she was so used to when she was awake and not napping, she would sit sit or be held in the kitchen and just watch us. And it was so entertaining. And Mm -hmm. she was so upset when uh, that was out. And it's just interesting because she's down there right now sitting in her little lobster chair on our Mm -hmm. elevated island, just watching wide eyed. Just so fascinated. Kicking the little duck. It's so cute. That is so cute.
1: I know the. It's, it's so fun for little kids, just watching your arms move around so much. Um, mm-hmm. You're, you're like a little mobile, you know, that would be yes. that's
0: just constantly moving, constantly moving. She yeah. loves it. It's very entertaining for her. Um, well, that's so neat. I would love it if you could kind of break up some tips though, for folks mm-hmm. uh, based on age groups, obviously four month old, that's such a great tip. Put her in the bobby lounger mm-hmm. uh, when they start to sit up. I'm sure you could put them in a high chair or like mm-hmm. we have a lobster chair on our kitchen island which is just one of those chairs that, you know, grips for someone who doesn't know, it just attaches to the countertop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she can just play right there on the countertop. But what are some of your other tips for how to involve kids in the kitchen from those different milestones of ages? Yeah. So let's start from
1: about, you know, one on or so. Um, I I typically start to include my kids more interactively, like them helping once they can sit on the counter more safely. And maybe not everybody feels comfortable with their kids sitting on the counter, but I do it within arm's reach. Yeah. So I'll, um, I'll have them start with pushing buttons. Like if we are making snack balls in the food processor or a smoothie in the blender, kids love to push buttons. That's super simple thing for them to do. Just learning to follow the directions of push this button and then push that button um, so that they're following your instruction, which is super important in the kitchen for safety reasons. So getting them used to listening and then doing what's asked of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is mixing, which is super messy if they're little or if they're not as well. (laughs) Sometimes I'm messy in the kitchen. Mixing and starting to roughly measure. I know that, you know, getting the accurate measurement, say if you're scooping Some kind of oats or Mm
0: -hmm. nuts
1: or dried fruit or something can be a little tricky, but just getting them used to that movement of scooping something and then pouring it into a bowl. Uh, Also carrying supplies to and from. So maybe you ask them to get a measuring cup or put something in the garbage. Those are all simple kitchen tasks that little kids can start with Mm -hmm. and that once they start doing that, they can hopefully feel more empowered in what they're doing. Some other simple things are using a salad spinner. So mm-hmm. putting the, rinsing your salad and putting it in there and letting them push the button to spin that. And one of my favorites is having my kids rip off the kale off of kale stems. Mm-hmm. We make kale many times a week, and it's, it's so simple for them to do to break into little pieces. And a oh, side note about kale, my son has – some socks that have hamburgers on them and you know, hamburgers have like a little piece of lettuce on them. Mm -hmm. And we were at a family gathering and he was telling one of my uncles that it wasn't lettuce on it. It was kale on the hamburgers, just (laughs) because we're so used to kale in the house. (laughs) It'll probably be the same in your house with all the kale. it, yeah. (laughs) So those are some things for littler kids ages one to maybe two or three. And then when they start to feel more comfortable with those kinds of things, they could start spreading with a butter knife. So spreading soft nut butter or butter onto pieces of bread or crackers, cutting up soft fruit. I find cutting pear with a butter knife, if it's ripe enough, that's something easy that they could start doing or strawberries, cantaloupe. There's lots of different soft fruits. That's a great option for little kids to start with a butter knife. And um, when they feel like they've got that dexterity in their hands and they can maybe hold a cucumber and work a peeler, mm-hmm. having them peel vegetables is awesome. I've seen these super cute crinkle cutters i 'm mm-hmm. not sure how hard they are to use, but i but I hear it's really fun for kids to use, so that might be an option for a different way to cut up vegetables and then as they um, as they become again more confident in the kitchen, another thing I love my kids to help with is cracking eggs, mm. and it actually starts gosh my two year old we're starting to work on that and I'll share the way that I like to do that with my kids if you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So I will – first, they've watched me do it many times, and I, I kind of talk them through how I do it. And then I have them put their hand on top of my hand that's holding the egg so mm-hmm. they can start to feel the pressure that I'm hitting on the, the corner of the bowl. Mm-hmm. And then the next step would be them holding the egg and me guiding with them with the pressure And then showing them how I take my thumbs and kind of peel it apart once we've got that little crack. Mm -hmm. And we do that into one bowl and then we pour that egg into another bowl. And then eventually we have them try it. And so they're tapping it and finding that little crack, opening it with their nails, kind of pulling it apart, pouring it into a bowl in case there's shells so we don't get it in in the entire bowl with all the eggs. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been really fun to see... Them learn over the years and build their confidence, and just cracking an egg. My four year old the other day, for we were making breakfast, and she cracked like 10 eggs for me, and probably got a couple shells that she had to dig out. But mm-hmm. again, it's really helpful, and that was just from a couple, you know, a couple of years of slowly getting her used to it, and then they can be awesome helpers
0: today's show is brought to you by larissa's kitchen larissa's kitchen protein snacks are made with only the highest quality meats including 100 percent grass-fed beef there are no preservatives no added growth hormones no msg and no nitrates larissa's kitchen meat snacks come in a variety of flavors my personal favorites are the korean barbecue beef and the ginger teriyaki chicken they're so tasty i always keep a few in my purse and gym bag for a healthy protein-filled snack when I'm on the go and I don't want to sacrifice quality ingredients. Larissa's Kitchen products are available nationwide at leading retailers such as Target, Walgreens, Kroger, Publix, convenience stores, as well as on Amazon.com. Use the code 20OFFLK to receive 20% off on Amazon. This is such a good deal. Again, that's 20OFFLK to receive 20% off on Amazon. That is so sweet. Oh my gosh. That's making me so excited. Yeah. You're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there. She is very interested in food right now. And so we're really just on the plane with, um, kind of softer edibles, mm-hmm. but oh my gosh, that's so fun. I just cannot wait to, yeah. um, to do that. Uh, any, any lessons learned in having kids in the kitchen that, um, you know, some maybe, oh, in hindsight, I probably wouldn't have done X, Y, Z, you know, not starting with dinner is a really good one. Do you have any more of those kinds of tips?
1: Yeah. Well, I think like starting with a messy kitchen is not going to set you up for success uh, (laughs) at all as I'm staring into my messy kitchen right now. Yes. Definitely that. And I think being rushed. Mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to be a dinner time rush it could just be maybe you only have 20 minutes of time before you have to get on to doing something else
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it, everything is just so much slower even if your kid has mastered a skill mm-hmm. you know they just kind of move at their own pace yes. and just allowing them that time mm-hmm. so that they they don't feel rushed because when we start to feel rushed, I mean, they can sense it. We can sense that in other people when they're feeling a little antsy. Mm-hmm. I find that that makes them feel more easily frustrated because they're not having that calmness. So being calm when you're in the kitchen, as much as you can, if you have multiple kids mm-hmm. at all possible, try to have a little one-on-one time with the kids. Or oftentimes I have, um, you know, I might have my four-month-old, I'm in, in the carrier, my two-year-old in the high chair, and then my older two kids, I can kind of set them up in different spaces at the counter, and then we can all kind of work on different things. So we're not crowded in one space.
0: I love that. That's a really great tip. Yeah. Very neat. Oh, my goodness. What are some other fun tips you have for folks who are really getting probably just as excited as I am about this?
1: Yeah. Um, well... I would suggest start with some snack balls because they're okay so for kids. So simple as dates and peanuts or whatever kind of nut that you want, like mm-hmm. simply about 50-50%. I have some recipes on my blog. Um, in the food processor, you start by first softening those dates, getting them mashed up in the food processor. They can measure that out. Mm -hmm. And of course, sample as you go, because they love to sample things, get them to push the buttons, work on the pulsing until it's broken up, and then add the nuts, keep on pulsing, add a little bit of water, some seasonings if you want, and then it comes into a mixture. And then have some fun letting them get messy, rolling the balls, My two-year-old and I were making some the other day, and they're not turning into balls. They're all these different kind of shapes, (laughs) and she's having fun with it. And so definitely allowing the mess to happen Mm -hmm. when you're in the kitchen and just trying to make it a fun experience. But definitely, snack balls are super easy and fun to make with the kids, and you can make so many different variations, Mm -hmm. and especially with back-to-school coming soon. That's an awesome snack that I'm excited to put in my uh, son's lunchbox as well. And some other ones, if your kids have – been working on cracking eggs and or maybe maybe they haven't yet and you're just starting to teach them how to crack some eggs. Mm-hmm. We make some three ingredient egg muffins that are simply eggs, broccoli and cheddar cheese and I have some different variations. And that is super fun for kids to make cuz you can use frozen broccoli so they don't have to worry about chopping it. They can just put it in the little muffins put a little cheese on, pour some eggs in, and that's something that they can feel really good about helping out in the kitchen with because it's awesome they're helping make breakfast or a snack, and that is super fun as well. And I think kids, you know, when they help out in the kitchen and everybody's sitting around... And enjoying the food, enjoying the snack, like they're going to take so much pride mm-hmm. in knowing that they helped make that, that they helped contribute to that meal. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so fun to just see their joy on their face.
0: That is so sweet. You yeah. know, it's a it's a neat way to think about also at a very young age being involved in just the household in mm-hmm. general um, and the things that kind that really make. Really make the household work. I'm mm-hmm. um, thinking about growing up. I definitely gravitated towards helping in the kitchen as well. I'm not sure how young it was when I started. When I started helping my mom but there was such an immense sense of pride when we would have family come over and my sweet mom even if all I did was stir the broccoli once on the stove she would tell all the dinner guests Cassie made the broccoli casserole
1: (laughs) you know as moms we're so proud of all of our all the things that our kids do so it's such a great way to just lift them up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It was really sweet. And that I just, I vividly remember that. And I would always say, no, no, mom did all the work I was old, <laughs> old enough to know, um, have those kinds of social yeah. uh, interactions, but it meant a lot. And I really think that piqued a lot of my interest in food and my curiosity around food and just knowing how I could care for people with what we were putting on our plates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's so sweet. I just love I love this conversation and it's such a neat thing. I cannot wait to get Grayson cooking with me.
1: Yeah. And she's going to have so much fun with it just because, you know, you're such a good example of showing home cooking that she's going to be excited. You now, kids, they just want to mimic what we're doing. And so mm-hmm. if we're cooking in the kitchen, then they're more likely to want to be excited about it, which it's going to set them up for when they're adults that they're hopefully more excited to cook. and. Then inevitably be healthier kids, healthier adults
0: eating real food. I love it. The one thing I have to work on as far as setting a good example is how to enjoy liver. Ah. (laughs) I started too late. I started a little late in that regard. I, As the nutrition side of my brain says, Uh eat the liver. It is Uh so darn good for you. Uh, And I want to set that example, but I'm just going to have to keep working on some recipes. The closest I've gotten is meatballs and meatloaf. I know. Well masked.
1: Me too. Although um, years back, I was like, I need to eat more liver. And I remember seeing gosh, I think it was Liz Wolf shared about these like liver smoothies that she used to drink. So I was like, Hey, I'm going to try it too. It was super disgusting to me because <laughs> I, again, I'm not used to it, but my gosh, Zoe, she was two at the time. She loved them so much because when they're so little, their taste buds, they they don't know that it's an off-putting taste. <laughs> yes. And so even if you're not enjoying that liver taste as much, maybe Grayson would enjoy it. So serving it up and mm-hmm. trying to get her to enjoy it. Totally. I'm still trying to, we'll have to share tips with each other.
0: <laughs> yes. I think it's my poker face I'm going to have to work on is the, mm. <laughs> Oh yeah. It's hard. <laughs> Oh goodness. Well, this is so wonderful, Heather. Thank you for all of these great tips. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I, I just want to encourage parents
1: that, you know, I know that it can be stressful having kids in the kitchen sometimes because it gets really messy. Um, but that there's so much reward in it and putting the work in, in the beginning, it's going to have rewards down the road because then they can be helpers and, Even as like five and six year olds start to make simple meals, non-cooking meals uh, to really help out the family.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much. It's such a great conversation to have and I'm sure it encouraged some folks. I'm encouraged definitely. Good. Uh, And as a reminder, you can find Heather over at fitmamarealfood.com. Thank you again so much for joining us on the show today. Everybody, if you've got some questions, go find Heather over there on our blog. You can leave a comment on the uh, the show notes page at bedandfit.com, where we will have a full transcript of today's show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next week.